Welcome to the second episode of Product Management Meets Pop Culture, the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Cummings. On this episode, we're talking about the new movie Legion, minimum viable products, and a new strategy or approach for developing creative products. If we can squeeze it in, we'll also do an ode to actor Charles S. Dutton, all in 10 minutes or less. I guess now is probably the right time to slap a spoiler warning on this episode. We're going to be talking about the movie Legion now, which just opened in the U.S. on January 22nd. So if you haven't seen Legion yet and you want to, you plan to, please press pause now, go see the movie, and then come back later so we don't ruin anything for you. And I guess that's it. That's the end of the spoiler warning. So, on with the show. The last time God lost faith in man, he sent a flood. This time he sent what you see outside. Are you saying this is the apocalypse? I'm saying this is an extermination. Those things outside are just vessels. They're possessed. The weakest will to the easiest to turn. Possessed by what? Demons? No. No. By angels. Hold on. How do you know so much about them? Because until last night, I was on their side. So you're saying... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yesterday, I was Santa Claus. I mean, this is crazy. I don't even believe in God. Well, that's just fine. Bobby doesn't believe in you either. Wait, so are you here to protect us? No, not you. Her. Why me? Because your child is the only hope humanity has of surviving. And that child's name is John Connor. Just kidding. Uh, When I saw the previews for this movie last August, I was super excited. As you might imagine, this is pretty much right up my alley. We've got big stakes, human drama, angels fighting each other with machine guns, bulletproof wings. You know, add in the potential to wrestle with an idea like, what if God really exists? And what if he turns his back on us? That's such an awesome movie, it would make my head explode. Clearly, I am recording this podcast with my head still intact. After seeing Legion on Saturday night, I would not say it was an awesome movie. It's probably not what you would call a good movie. It's not horrible, and it's definitely not beyond redemption or an abomination, as some critics are saying. Basically, what it is is standard. Essentially, the creators took a provocative concept and kind of set that aside so they could create a standard supernatural thriller that combines basically elements from other movies, things that you've seen before, familiar ideas and scenes, right down to the fact that actor Charles S. Dutton gets cut down in the prime of life. He dies in every sci-fi film he's in now. He is such a gifted actor, Charles S. Dutton. He's got this crazy backstory. He literally went from jail to Yale to Hollywood. I've loved him ever since that TV show Rock back in the 90s. But ever since then, every movie I see him in, he is a walking dead man. Alien 3, Mimic, Gothica. At least this time he gets to die being a hero. But still, poor Rock. On the plus side, no shaky cam during the fight scenes. That means you can actually follow the action, which is kind of rare in movies these days. Speaking of action, the action was good. The special effects were good. Dennis Quaid and Charles S. Dutton were good. One of the neatest twists, I thought, were the, the Angel's Halos. They don't spend a lot of time talking about this. Actually, they don't really talk about it at all. But these aren't the classic halos above their heads. They're collars. 
I'm guessing, representing being bound to God's will, which is one of the themes of the movie. And I thought that was a pretty provocative idea. I hadn't really seen that in a movie before. The story, if you couldn't guess by now, was serviceable. It's Night of the Living Dead with a dash of Terminator and some religion to spice it up. On the other side of the ledger, things I didn't like? Yes, it's the angels themselves. Or, I guess, better put, the angels that I'd built up in my head. The men with wings, fighting with machine guns and swords. None of that really happens. In fact, except for the last few minutes of the film, there are pretty much zero clashes of winged men fighting each other for the fate of humanity. And we never do get to find out what was happening with God. Why was he so angry? Why was this his plan? So, Legion's not good, it's not bad. It falls more into the realm of squandered opportunities. Which is perhaps the biggest sin of all. <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. Um, Legion is rated R for violence and language, and stars Paul Bettany, Dennis Quaid, and Lucas Black, directed by Scott Stewart. I've been thinking, how would I fix Legion? Or, I guess more specifically, how would I fix the process that gave us a movie like Legion? Is there a product management approach that could help that movie, or any movie, be all that it could be? In creating software products, there are a couple of general approaches that everyone's probably familiar with. There's waterfall, extreme programming, agile. In Hollywood, movie development seems to follow a waterfall model. Thousands of ideas are pitched, a select few make it into development, after the movie is made, that's when the team gets insight into what the audience actually wanted. Could you involve the audience earlier in the process? Make it more agile? Maybe. But I think as far as communication and requirements development are concerned, which is, a, a, of course, a, a key part of movie development, you want to be careful because you don't want the audience dictating story. Then, A, there's no surprise, so there's no reason for them to pay money to see the movie. And B, you're probably going to get the blandest story possible, which... Which, I guess, that doesn't sound so different from many movies today. But still, my point is, can we as product managers help the movie business with some of the strategies we've developed? Let's have Eric Reese explain minimum viable product and see where that takes us. It's easy to convince yourself that uh, in order to get feedback on a product, we have to build a whole bunch of features that customers say are necessary. But, you know, I know some of you have heard me talk about InView. You know, we built a downloadable piece of software. And we spent a lot of time figuring out what features the download had to have or not have, and how much quality it should have, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but we forgot the fact that in order to get people to use that product, they f we first had to convince them to download the product. And when we finally shipped the product, nobody downloaded. Like, so we didn't actually learn anything about what customers wanted for any of the work that we had done beyond just the page that got people that said, hey, you should download this product. After that, nobody made it past. So we actually got all the learning from that like 3% of work that we did right at the end to like throw up a crappy landing page. That was actually the minimum viable product. For We spent six months building a 3D avatar rendering system that actually did not contribute to our learning about what customers would or wouldn't want. The idea here is that we want to take the minimum set of features that is necessary to get the early customers for a product to give us validation that our long-term vision actually makes sense. That was Eric Rees, author of the Lean Startup Methodology and co-founder of InView. If you'd like to hear the rest of that lecture, there's a link to it in the show notes. Now, if a movie like Legion was developed in an MVP environment, what would that look like? Part of it, I think, would involve getting the movie creators to interact with the potential audience and figure out the market fit. Because there is a market for a movie like this, it's not just me. 
Legion took in $18.2 million this weekend. It was the number two box office draw. But the reviews weren't good, and the audience exit polling by CinemaScore gives it a C-, that's lousy. The money indicates interest. The score says the movie makers missed the mark. Maybe what we need is a paper prototype or an animatic. Some, something, a quick version of the storyline. Something that's tested on various market segments and connected to a system that measures the metrics that matter most in movies. Things like engagement. When did my mind start to drift? Will I tell my friends about this? If movie makers had real-time access to that kind of information, it could revolutionize filmmaking. Now, does that sound crazy, kind of pie-in-the-sky, unrealistic? I don't think so. In fact, in Hollywood right now, there's a working version of this. It's called American Idol. You have singers doing three-minute performances. After each performance, the audience votes for their favorites. Eventually, a market fit is determined. Full-length CDs are put out, and all the rest. It's not a perfect analogy, but imagine if movie makers knew up front what we wanted to see and used that to engage us, surprise us, amaze us. Well, one can dream. We are approaching the 10-minute mark now, so sorry folks, that means no ode to Charles S. Dutton. I'll see what I can do next time. Show notes for this episode are available at ChristopherCummings.com. Questions or comments, please email me at Chris at ChristopherCummings.com. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, join me on Twitter. My username there is ChrisCumming01. And if you were looking for us on iTunes, we're there now. Search for Product Management Meets Pop Culture. We're under Management and Marketing. If you like, subscribe, leave a comment there. Let people know we exist. I would really appreciate it. Talk to you soon.